0: Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal, uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Ruthless Equity. The name, Ken Williams. I'm here on July 27th at our last push job fair. I interviewed two good candidates today, hired one and made an offer to another. Though I'm dizzy with resumes and tired as hell of interviewing, I'm so proud of myself for keeping my expectations and hiring standards high. Throwing fish back is what this is about. In fact, I interviewed a candidate today and made clear to him that I've interviewed enough candidates to fill all my positions twice. The reason I'm still interviewing is because I'm selective. It's because I throw fish back in the water. We're not desperate. I will look at every position as if... It was the only one I had to offer. That has been my philosophy, and it has resulted in what I believe are excellent hires so far. I'm sitting here like a smug, arrogant bastard. While many people are here seemingly prepared and dressed well, there are several sorry-ass so-called candidates dressed in a FUBU football jersey, jean shorts, and a huge polo shirt, open-collar shirts, on. and on some of these, I see some sorry-ass hairdos, it's, it's unbelievable some of these folks believe that Clayton County is so desperate as to just take anyone a football fucking jersey? hell no not me Hey, listen, I have revamped my professional development offerings. You can find them at unfoldthesoul.com. Touch the speaking tab. I've got two new offerings. The first is the three-hour virtual PD experience with me. And then the second is the in-person PD experience. Notice I don't call these presentations or workshops because I don't know know, but I do know. I've gotten to a point in my career, one, my confidence is at an all-time high. I know equity like no one else. I know how to make it practical, tangible, meaningful. I know I could turn those states around who have foolishly banned equity from uh, any of their policies. I can help districts that have policies around equity, but they're spinning in circles, having conversations that don't lead to any kind of improvement in student learning. I can move your district from PLC light to PLC right, because I explain PLCs like no one else. I simplify it. It's authentic. I can take all those moving parts that are swirling around you, all the moving parts and make them make sense. If you are interested in Advancing your mission of learning for all. Advancing your mission of equity, excellence, and achievement for all students, regardless of background. If you're a fan of ruthless equity and uh, want to move your staff or district forward with it, get at a brother now. Go to my site. Go to my page, unfoldthesoul.com. It reminds me of of that book I read. It's called... uh, uh, It reminds me of of nothing, nothing. And I got 950,000, 1,100 books behind me right now on this shelf, and some of them are great, but none of them are like Ruthless Equity. Ruthless Equity is a book like no other, explains equity like no other, speaks to you like no other, the coach on your shoulder, the guide on your side to move you from rhetoric to results regarding your journey with equity. Pick up a copy of Ruthless Equity* at Amazon.com. If you are a fan, you've read it, take a minute, please, and leave a review on Amazon.com. Now, back to the podcast. All right, baby, let's get into it. Listen, uh, you know, the longer I do this podcast... The more I realize, and I had this thought in the very beginning, this should have been like the That School Leadership Podcast, because this is really, really about um, just the nuanced differences when you're leading that school. And uh, if you don't have to guess what I mean by that school, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, all leadership is difficult. All leadership is challenging. There's no question about it. There's no easy versus hard. You know, when you're leading a high-performing school that still isn't reaching everyone, there it has its own set of challenges. And when you're leading a school like mine that was in the abyss and failing almost everyone, it has its own unique set of challenges. And the hiring season is one of them. Uh, we, we had a lot of turnover. 31 people uh, from all stakeholder groups left. Some by choice, some by force, some by a little bit of finagling but we had 31 spots open and i'll tell you when i'm doing consulting work in the field today i find that struggling schools especially in this environment of you know teacher shortage and you know educators coming out of pandemic and you know retiring and switching fields i get it i get it you know that wasn't the case back when i was a principal The issue was more that our school had such a stink on it and the district had such a stink on it, it was tough to attract great people. And if you recall from past episodes, I came from a relatively high performing district just outside D.C. in Maryland, where I never had to go to a damn job fair. I I could go outside my school and just shout out that I got a second grade position open and I'd get 50 resumes in the interoffice mail. Interoffice mail. Everything's like PDF and email now. Interoffice mail the next day. Like, I never went to job fairs. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer all lowercase that's shopify.com/special offer. And when you're leading that school with that kind of stink on it in a chaotic environment where it feels like you know uh, one step forward, three steps back constantly, constantly, it is two things can happen, and this is something I see in the field right now. We are what is it uh, what's that saying? The the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. In other words, I see too many schools hanging on to underperforming teachers, uh, deadwood staff from all stakeholder groups, for fear that either they can't fill the position or they just settle because the school's in such a bad place. And I really am proud of myself for keeping my standards high. And I know I wrote that but as I wrote it because I was proud of myself. I also wrote it as just a constant reminder because I was at that kind of school where it would be easy to slip into that kind of pattern of settling. just being glad someone's there that someone's even coming to come to, coming to work at our little raggedy ass school and I would not settle for that. Now I tell you this and at the same time, there, there's there's no perfect formula. There were no guarantees that I was going to find the right people. I just knew that my best chance was to act as if, to trust the process, to trust that if I went through the numbers, if I interviewed enough people, if I kept my standards high, if I acted as if we were a high-performing school, again, high-performing in spirits today and in results tomorrow, I'm going to find the right people. And I look back at that entry from 16 years ago, and I know that... A part of why I wrote it the way I did was to remind myself that regardless of my circumstance, this is about where we're going, not where we are, where we're going. So as you go into the hiring season, don't settle. Act as if you can't be desperate. People smell that. People smell that. You know, it's it's no different with relationships. You know, people are like, why do I attract such bad people? Why do I attract people who are always, like completely broken all the time? It's 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 a scent you give off, I believe. And the same thing can happen with schools. Like you 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 gotta, they're buying you. I've said this several times in past episodes. They are buying you, so you gotta trust the process. And at the same time, you gotta have stuff going on. That's the thing. You know, even though my journey at this school, which is that school, has been one step forward and three steps back. Through the fog, through the chaos, through the stuff that I just uh, characterized is you just can't make this shit up. You cannot make this shit up. There was a North Star in the distance and it was our mission, not our mission statement, but our mission, the mission we were on. And, you know, the vision that I cast and kept my eye on, it's the only thing that got me out of bed some days was... You know, that, that glimmer of light through the chaos. You've got to keep your eye on that as you interview. And whether people see it or not, respect it or not, acknowledge it or not, that's not your problem. That's not your problem. Your burden is to put forth the kind of energy and information that says we are going somewhere. But you've got to be going somewhere to say you're going somewhere. And that's part of the challenge of being at that school because it's easy to fall into whack-a-mole mode where you're just... Solving problems and digging out of shit every day, and and some days are definitely like that. But when you when you don't have a north star, an ambitious, audacious north star in the distance, kind of pulling you, you know, through the slog, it is. Um, like I said in the last episode, it's a different type of exhaustion. It really is. It's a different type of exhaustion, and you can hear it in this entry. Right? It's, I'm dizzy with resumes. I'm tired of seeing people. Um, I'm frustrated with some of them, but I've got a clear picture of the type of teachers and staff I want to move our school forward. And so this is just one more form, one more version of start with the crown. I had a crown in place and folks had to come in tall enough to wear it. I wasn't going to settle even though we were the worst performing school in the district. So keep that in mind. Keep pressing. Make magic. Keep your eye on your North Star, be on a mission, not your mission statement, and remember to always start with the crown. On the next episode of the Ruthless Equity School Leadership Podcast, there is something magical and beautiful when you open the school year and you're feeling both hectic and hopeful. You've been listening to the Ruthless Equity School Leadership Podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit ruthlessequity.com.